Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Uh, welcome to the Story X Story mid-season live stream special. So Story X Story is our podcast where we talk about stories across pop culture. And we've been chatting with the My Matter team to start with. We've been talking to past podcast guests. Um, and uh, yeah, we're now talking to some really cool comic guests. So my name is Nigel. I'm the co-founder of My Matter and the um, the co-host of the podcast. And for this segment, I'll be talking about comic stories with a brand new panel and people that uh, I've either just met recently or just meeting for the first time. So it's gonna be great. We're gonna get to know each other. Uh, we're gonna find out what everyone does, but let me do the, the formalities first. So uh, I have no idea which box everyone is in, but somewhere we have Andy Oliver, the editor in chief of the comic book and graphic novel news site. Broken Frontier. Welcome to the show, Andy. Hi, Nigel. Do you want me to introduce myself? <laughs> yeah, just give us a little bit about what you do. Okay, so um, I look after a, a small collective of writers called Broken Frontier, which is also the name of the, the website, um, which is a kind of comics culture site. Um, our main emphasis is, although we explore the entirety of comics, our main emphasis is on the kind of alt-indie, experimental, small press side of things. Um, we also do a lot of work off the site as well. So we try and act as a sort of community hub for, for the UK indie scene. We uh, actively try and sort of uh, champion emerging new talents in comics. Um, we've got a, a mission statement that uh, is very much about pushing community-based comics work, um, socially relevant work, and trying to boost marginalised voices. And uh, we take part in loads of sort of events outside the site as well. So we partner up with festivals, um, I chair events, um, I talk at events, uh, we run the Gosh, Broken Frontier, Drink and Draw, that kind of thing. So it's uh, very much a community is very much at the heart of what we do as a, as a comics site. Cool. So lots of stuff outside of yeah. just writing about comics. And um, we also have with us uh, Nick Mack an illustrator and mural artist based in London who likes to explore uh, themes such as mental health and the environment. Uh, welcome, Nick. Hey, cool. You described it really perfectly. There's oh, much it. more okay. I could add. Fantastic. We got it. All right. Let me try, let me try again. Last but certainly not least, uh, Shazleen Khan, an award-winning illustrator specializing in narrative and comic work. Welcome. Hi, uh, thank you for having me. Um, I guess you also got me pretty good. Nice. So we're going to talk about ourselves later anyway. Yeah, uh, I've been working on these intros since doing the podcast, like uh, get people so people know who we're talking to. Uh, so first of all, how's everyone doing? I guess we're still, I mean, the weather's better, but we're still inside a lot. Uh, yeah, how's everyone doing? It's cool. It's cool. I'm grateful for being able to go out the amount that we are, even though it's not, it's not, it's not everything you know not everything's open but it's it's been nice just being able to eat out and go to a coffee shop again so i've been so grateful for that no matter like what the limited numbers are but it's yeah. hot yes yeah, hot right now yeah, yeah it's uh it's gonna get hot as well yeah i've been melting um i don't know if anyone can hear it but my <laughs> aircon is on in the background when i logged in this morning i was like oh let me turn it off it might be noisy immediately started melting so i'm not having well, it's fine. It's fine. I've got a lot of yeah. cold drinks for myself. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> How about yourself, Andy? Uh, um, uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've been indoors for a long, long time. So um, the, the sun is shining through the windows now. And uh, 
and the view is very, very pleasant. So I can't complain. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I know Andy's been inside uh, a long time because the last time I saw you at a convention, you didn't have any of this. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so that definitely is like shows the passage of time. Yeah, we're going to be talking about comics. So I, I want to, well, actually, you know, let me just be honest. The, the key for this is for me to get recommendations. So I'm going to ask you like what comic stories that you, you're all enjoying and then talk a bit uh, about your work. So yeah, does anyone want to go first with what comic stories that you've been enjoying uh, so far this year? I will go first <laughs> since we're all being quiet. Yeah, so I... I'm bad at reading, so this is just going to be kind of a motley <laughs> list of web comics and manga, and also maybe some comics I'm thinking of getting. So one that I'm really looking forward to reading is Trung Nguyen's, God, now I've forgotten the name of it. I think it's like Magic Fish. I've been sort of a fan of Trung's work for a long time, and it looks like a really amazing comic from the small bits that he showed, like they've shown on social media before. So I really want that to come out in the UK so I can have it. Um, I've also been reading a lot of web comics, so I'd recommend for you actually, you should read the comic Animal Heads because it's done by one of my friends. And it's Animal like Heads. this, yeah, it's okay. the, it's on Webtoon and Tapas. And it's really good. It's told through this kind of like non-linear storytelling. So like there's kind of things that have happened in the past, like a few days ago and things that are happening like currently in the current timeline. Um, it's very action orientated. It has a like diverse cast and I'm constantly on edge every time like it updates because something new like happens and I'm like, oh God, what's gonna happen next? So it's a really good kind of like thriller. <laughs> I really recommend it. Nice. Yeah, I can recommend more comics, but I'm gonna make the others safe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick, what, what have you been enjoying? Well, when you said this year, I got a bit nervous because um, I'm very slow and I think I've got some some oldies that I'm getting into. Um, yeah, I've just started reading too. Tilly Walden's Sunbeam, um, oh. which is really quite beautiful. And um, yeah, just a really, very sweet so far, but I'm only halfway through, so I don't want don't, to, don't give me any spoilers if you haven't read it, but I've really enjoyed that. And I can't not talk about one of the best sort of, mini comics I, I read ever and I keep rereading it because I love it. It's called Negative Space. It's only four four little comics. It's a mini series um by Owen Gianni and RK Lindsay and it's just amazing and I love it so much. So that's like it's by Dark Horse Comics and I it's one of my favourites. So I I talk about that as a recommendation always. Nice. I've um <laughs> so I don't wanna I didn't prepare this necessarily but I just happened to have this here. Um, cool. So I've been reading Deadly Class. Um, has anyone read that? Yeah, I think I read the first three volumes. I'm not sure which volume that is because it doesn't uh, look like this... a cover I'm familiar with. No, this is volume five. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Way ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, well, I've got... So I've got seven somewhere as he looks over uh, his bookshelf. But then I realised it's been a while since I read this. So I'm just going to have to go back to the beginning and, yeah. and catch up. Yeah. You know, sometimes you do that. You you take a break and then you come back. It's like, who are these characters again? Why does it yeah, sound yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. Wait until you get to my age. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you'll be doing that with uh, monthly comics as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I definitely recommend it. It's, um, so it's like, it's a story about this guy, Marcus, who is homeless when we meet him. He's not having the best luck. He's lost his parents in kind of a freak accident. And he ends up joining a school for assassins. So it's an interesting mix of not quite not quite mm. coming of age. I think that's the wrong term. But you know, like high school drama, 
yeah. but layered with assassins. <laughs> so, so like all the same kind of the the clicks that you'd get into a school, the idea of fitting in, dealing uh, with mm. relationships, dealing with bullies, but with assassins. So, so the stakes are just way, <laughs> uh, way deadlier. And then you kind of, I, I've actually forgotten, which kind of proves my point about reading again from the start, but the the series of bad mistakes, bad decisions that Marcus takes and, and how he kind of uh, just, yeah, just slides down. It, it's uh, it's entertaining to watch, but also, yeah, quite heavy as well. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be my recommendation. But um, yeah, Andy, do you, is there anything that you remember? There's there's uh, there's so much, and it, it, whenever I'm asked this, the obvious thing I have to worry about is who am I going to offend by not mentioning them. But I think this year in particular, I'm sort of gravitated towards um, uh, sort of autobio uh, a lot more, just because I think there's a certain resonance and a topicality with current um, things. I know you're talking to this person soon, but yeah, I've actually grabbed a few. Uh, um, but Rachel Smith's quarantine yep. comics is um, just, it, it really, um, it's, it's a book that's just so full of shared experiences, things that are so resonant and so familiar, um, and just in very, very short comic strips, sort of just a few panels building up to a punchline of sorts. But I think it's one of the most important comics that's been published probably since I've been writing at Broken Frontier, just because I think it's going to be a really vital social document of, um, of kind of what we've been through over the last few months. Similarly, yeah, I mean, similarly, I think other, there's been other autobio work that I've really enjoyed this year. Um, the saddest, angriest black girl in town by um, Robin Smith, which is a, a mini comic about uh, where blackness and mental health converge, which is published by uh, Black Josiah Press and it's now available online for people to order from their store, and I really recommend that. It was published a few years ago, but only as a, as a self-published thing, so it's now getting its first sort of proper outing um, to a, a wide audience. And, there's yeah, there's been a few graphic novels this year. Uh, Gareth Brooks is The Dancing Plague from Self-Made Heroes. Excellent. It's about a, an actual thing that happened in a medieval village where everybody just started dancing. And, um, and Gareth's great. He works in many different mixed mediums. And also, just arrived this morning from my comps list, um, Sabakan's The Roles We Play, which um, um, this is lovely for us at BF because um, Sabah was one of our Six to Watch creators um, a few years ago. So it's lovely when they go on to uh, to um, get published and picked up by a publisher. So um yeah, it's described as a, a vivid snapshot of contemporary British Asian life, investigating the complex shifts experienced by uh, different generations within migrant communities. And I just can't wait to start that. Um, yeah, so that's just arrived in my post this morning. You're all going to have to wait a few weeks for it. But, uh, <laughs> cool. But, uh, Early yeah. access to like. So we started off the live stream like talking a bit about the comic that we're working on, Serious Through the Fog. And one of the things I wanted to bring up here is because, so that's a story that I started last year after having it kickstarted. And as I mentioned earlier, I kind of underestimated how many pages it would take to tell the story. But then I found, I found it kind of difficult to then put together over just the course of the actual pandemic, let alone writing a story about a pandemic. So I wanted to ask the the people we've got here is like, how have you found 
creating in this time period? Like, have you managed to put out work? Have you found it difficult to get things out? Has it been like good for you in terms of like an outlet? Oh, I've definitely found it tricky. I think because the main thing is when I'm when I'm creating, especially at the initial stages of an idea or something, my favorite thing is to go to a mm. coffee shop, be around busy atmospheres and people because yeah. I like to people watch as well. But also, it does help me concentrate in another weird way. But it just inspires me to come up with ideas by being out of like my normal surroundings. So COVID and you know lockdown and everything was definitely starting to great not being able to kind of just generate ideas in the way I would want to usually um so definitely found that tricky but it's funny when you're talking about sort of you know coming up with a story and um you know having to be involved in that world and surround mm. yourself in that world I think with me particularly because of uh, the comic I'm working on which I'm sure I'll talk about later is you know centers around depression and centering around mental health it's quite a dark place to be around and surrounded in. And especially during COVID and being sort of locked yeah. in, it was, I had to kind of step back a little bit because it was just, it was too, too, it was a bit too dark. Um, so, you know, I kind of went on to some more light and bright sort of subjects and other illustrations and things to focus on to kind of even it out. Otherwise, I would have just been like in this cave. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind yeah. of necessary. I, I totally feel it because it is that. Yeah, it is that like you're, you're speak especially if it's something around like depression and, and you're in a world where we're, <laughs> we're all collectively in that space, like where's the escape? But yeah, Shazleen, how have you found it? I feel like kind sort of like similarly, but not similarly. In a lot of ways, it's been very business as usual for me. Actually, the biggest change has been not physically going to my day job that I used to do for like, for like do for two days a week. So I worked at my university as an academic assistant so I'd go in I'd talk to students I talked to the staff and it was a nice place because it's a like it's a BA illustration course so I'd be around people making stuff and students kind of really you know invested in their projects and I take that kind of you know the vibe of that student environment like I kind of take that home with me and still feel quite motivated and I get a lot done on the train and it was just a nice way to break up my time indoors where I'd be sort of freelancing whereas now it's kind of become inside all the time and I think the one thing that I've kind of taken away from this year is just being really kind to myself like I hear saying it to some friends like now if I feel tired I'm going to take a nap and no one can stop me because I deserve no, yeah. it we're in a pandemic <laughs> you know like I'm trying to be really kind to myself and kind about what expectations I put myself because like similarly with like mental health stuff it has been a year and I don't think we'll really fully understand how much this year has affected all of us until well afterwards. So in the time being, I want to be kind and I want to give myself a break. But at the same time, I have, you know, I am making the books and I am doing the illustrative work. So it's kind of like, I mean, my job is illustration. I can't really just suddenly stop. And it just had to be also business as usual because of that. Yeah, I I know what you mean. You kind of you couldn't you couldn't literally just stop everything indefinitely. You have to keep going, but then it's that struggle. But I like what you said about sort of being uh, kind to you. So I do uh, struggle with that. However, uh, so on that note, uh, I did order a new mattress because I'm like I need to sleep better, and I'm not I'm not good at sleeping. So let's start with uh, maybe what might be the root cause. I'm not going to say how old my mattress is, but it's been around long enough. So. 
or you can kind of see it in the shop. But that's going to be gone tomorrow. Uh, new one, and I'm starting on that self care thing. So new mattress and Good. everything. Do you, you're like you're an artist and you're someone who does many things. A bad mattress can ruin your back. You deserve it. This is like the least you deserve. That's, that's kind of where I got to eventually. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish I'd spoken to you earlier. <laughs> Would have uh, yeah, just made it easier uh, this year. But yeah, that's I'm I'm with you now. I'm 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 there. Uh, I'm I'm sorting this out. So yeah, but luckily we are now kind of getting along with the artwork. Um, so I've done the writing uh, thing. Uh, our illustrator is is on it. It's coming together. But uh, and Andy, like for you, just same question. Like, how have you found it? And especially like, having yeah. to, I guess you still interact with a lot of artists over this time. Yeah, I've, um, it, yeah. I'm, I'm like, like a lot of people. I'm feeling very, very kind of zoomed out now. But uh, but it has been it has been a lifeline in in getting to see people and um, and. So much of what I did was sort of being at events and chatting to people and um, and sort of um, I don't I, I don't like to use the word networking because it's it's far far you know it's it's far more social than that but um, but yeah it has been very very strange not having um, that uh, that whole calendar of events because you mark your year round um, summer festivals the autumn ones um, you you know what's coming up you know what people are working towards all the time and it has been strange um, without that. And yeah, like everybody, I guess I've had fits and bursts of productivity and um, points where I've not been quite as productive as I would have wanted to be. But yeah, as Shazley said, got to be kind to ourselves. Everyone get a new mattress. Yes. Everyone deserves it. Yeah. Um, So uh, I'll definitely want to go around and and get what people are working on as well. Uh, One of the things that I want to make sure I ask, uh, Nick, you do murals because when Andy and I were talking, we were, we were bringing people together. In my mind, I was just like, everyone has a comic, uh, and then it's like you have a, a mural. So, what is, how does that work? How does that work? And what do you, what do you do? Can you explain like your work there? Yeah, I mean, I mean, predominantly, I'd say you know, I'm an illustrator, like standard sort of just single image stuff. And I've started to get into mural painting, and I'm just kind of trying to merge different ways of communicating together. And, um, and of course, like, you know, I've got a little comic out and I've got plans to merge three together and make this bigger one and things like that. But with the murals, it's, it's almost like bringing together the idea of storytelling, which is in imagery anyway, but using words as well with one big image that people can just be confronted by. And um, poetry runs through my comics and I want them to run through my murals and I want them to run through my illustrations. And it's really interesting to kind of do different things and kind of still want to communicate something but you know how a comic might communicate something can be so vastly different to how a mural will communicate something it's really fun kind of playing with both of them and what what works best but ultimately like you said when you describe like what kind of stuff I do it's always going to be trying to communicate mental health and sort of get that conversation going because that's just my main thing that I want to do and spread positivity in some way and and you know something like a mural is so big you can't ignore it which is really fun so yeah I'm wanting to get into it more I've done a few but I want I just want to paint the streets with like yeah. <laughs> good messages and things like that cool <laughs> paint the town red literally is the, yeah uh, literally yeah. <laughs> I like it and Shazlene you've got so you've got a webcomic and Boozer? Yes. Yeah. Okay, just... Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> what are the different considerations between making like a webcomic 
versus like a sort of a graphic novel that ends and you put it out, print it, ship it? Yeah. Also, Fusa is, and now I'm going to plug because it's time. So Fusa is a webcomic. Uh, you can read it on Webtoon and Tapas, and you can also order the physical books on Kickstarter right now. So please type in Fusa Volume 3 on Kickstarter and you will find my one. We had a goal of 10,000 GBP. And we are currently, last time I checked, 18,000 GBP. So we're 2,000 away from our final stretch goal. And inshallah, you need to give you me know... tips after this. You need to give me okay. tips. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can have like a little business session. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I've got some of my books because I use them for reference when I'm drawing because I forget what things look like. Um, but Buzo is actually designed as both a webcomic and a print book simultaneously. So... A lot of the time, I actually design... Oh, can you see? You can kind of see the panel layout. So I design, like, the print pages first because it's harder to do it the other way around. And then I rejig, like, the print pages to look good on a webtoon slash tapas format of, like, a scrolling comic. I've said this a million times now because I've been doing a lot of PR recently, (laughs) as Andy can attest to. But, like, (laughs) Buzo was designed as a challenge to myself to make a comic that was easy for me to make when I was commuting to work or like going to school or whatever that I could slot in with other commercial work. So I made it really easy for myself. I literally have like a color palette I drop and pick from to color. And I've also made, like I designed the pages in a way that they're really easily readable for online readers and things like that. And I feel like it's like for me making comics, one of the things that I care about a lot is like a reader's experience and like how a reader might, you know, as they're scrolling through it on their phone or if they're flipping through pages, the sense of like surprise or like tension that they're feeling as they're sort of going through the movements of the story. And I really like to challenge myself to make the like reading experience like comparable on like both. I think we've lost Andy. Uh, Yeah, so making it comparable on page and then on screen as well. And yeah, I guess that maybe that answers my question, your question of like, how do we yeah, make yeah. the thing? Yeah. So I'm just like, okay. yeah, I I really like the sort of challenge of sort of trying to make it work both ways and taking both of those formats really into consideration, which is a little bit like what Nick does too, because you're thinking yeah. of it in like a physical space. <laughs> it's like a huge physical space. Yeah. yeah. Adapting mm. for the medium. If yeah. your medium is the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, we've got Andy back. Anna. Andy, do you want to uh, tell us, like, I mean, you gave us the kind of uh, highlights of Broken Frontier. Do you have anything coming up uh, that people will, might be interested in checking out? Uh, let us know. I think the big thing um, we're working with at the moment, and that's with the rest of the Small Press Day team. Um, so Broken Frontier is very involved in Small Press Day every year. And yeah, uh, we'll have an announcement about that very soon. But we're going to be doing something a little bit different because it's going to have to be online again this year. It, and as it's a shop-oriented event, um, that that comes with its own own challenges. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's the next big thing we'll be working on, and um, I'm really looking forward to that because we did an online version last year, which was really really successful. I did uh, a day of one tweet reviews where I spent uh, I think about 15 hours just sitting on Twitter, um, sending off one tweet reviews of of four pages of people's comics. So um, that was really really. Um, popular but yeah um we will have an announcement about that um apart from that yeah it's just going to be business as usual for us on on the site so um 
uh, yeah, just working towards um, the coverage of uh, various fairs and festivals when they happen later this year, hopefully, fingers cool. crossed. And Nick, uh, let us know what are you working on? What can people look forward to from you other than walking down the street and seeing your... In fact, if there is, any, is there any place in London where we can see your work? Um, yeah, at the moment, uh, I'm in an exhibition called Art is the Age of Now in Fulham Town Hall. Okay. I'm, I'm in sort of a section of the exhibition where we're talking about mental health and I did a big mural in there with David Oku, an artist I always wanted to work with. And we did a collaborative mural sort of describing the, the joy that's within each person, even though no matter whatever you're going through, there's always hope and there's always good things within you. You just need to kind of open your mind to find them and sort of search for them. And another miniature mural in there as well. Um, so that's in Fulham Town Hall it's a free exhibition it's amazing there's an incredible artist in there it's really worth seeing it's a mad building um, you know from 18 I'm going to get the date wrong but you know <laughs> built in 1830 kind of thing incredible building and you get lost in it really recommend going there and yeah I'm working on you know I was supposed to be working in, on it in 2020 but I'm really now focusing on getting it done which is Solace which is my it's a prequel to my miniature comic um, which is about this character with a house for a head and why they built the house for a head in the first place. It's a prequel to that. And, um, yeah, it follows this character sort of going through a, 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 an interesting environment that's ever-changing and how they, have to, how they have to battle their own mind while dealing with that as well, like external forces as well as internal forces and how that can be tricky. But yeah, yeah, I'm going to be finishing that. And, uh, and another one, hopefully. But yeah, we'll, we'll start with that one first. Wow. Okay. That that's really it sounds really intriguing. All right. You did say house for a head. Just making sure I had that properly. I don't know how well I've described <laughs> it. No, it sounds cool. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for uh, joining. Before we wrap this segment, I uh, just say thank you to people in chat that are joining us live. Uh, to everyone who will be watching or listening to this in the future. So yeah, thank you, everyone, for joining me. Uh, it's been nice meeting you, nice hearing more about your work. Uh, I'm sure we'll be uh, talking more soon. When conventions do come back, we'll, yeah, I will make sure we're, uh, we're there and hopefully catch up with people in person at some point in the future. It will happen sometime. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Thank definitely you for having me. So, yeah, um, that's the end. Yeah, no worries. Um, that's the end of part three. Uh, so we're going to go on a quick break and then we're going to come back with Tazzy and more guests to talk video games. So if you're listening to this later on the podcast, there'll be a new episode for each segment. So make sure you are subscribed and check your podcast feed uh, for each part of this live stream chat. Um, yeah, that's been us. So we'll see you in a little bit. Mm -hmm.